Welcome to Rebel Radio, the place to be for entrepreneurs who are hungry for impact and doing business their own way. I'm Cindy Van Arnhem, your rebellious leader for the healers and coaches willing to do what it takes to activate their limitless wealth through the power of self-mastery. The key to claiming your potential, trusting your wisdom, and creating infinite possibility in your world. I am so excited for today's conversation with Camila Gornia. Camila was one of my very first business coaches, what, three, four years ago. And we've stayed in touch ever since and worked together. And Camila, I'm so excited to have you here today. Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about who Camila is. What do you do? Introduce yourself. Yeah, so I am a business coach and business and marketing coach and strategist. So I um, primarily focus on helping other coaches, consultants, course creators, and service providers to uh, launch, grow, and scale their business often to six figures. And my thing is I really focus and prioritize simplicity and alignment with your values, your vision, your personality. So none of the none of the like sleazy pushy kind of approach that um, a lot of people don't really like. <laughs> so <Right. yeah. laughs> I remember that was one of the things that attracted me to your work in the first place was that it didn't have that sleaze effect to it. And yeah, you're really focused on who you are, how you best show up in the world and taking action in alignment with that. So I love that about your work. Thank you. So tell us a little bit about um, yourself and your own journey of self-mastery. Obviously, being an entrepreneur requires a level of understanding and self-mastery. So I'm curious what that's been like for you. Yeah, good question. I mean, I think that as any business, you know, we go through a lot of evolutions. And I think the same has happened for me. Um, This isn't my first business. So I think I learned a lot about myself in my previous ventures that I had as well and the side hustles and things like that. And by the time I started my coaching business um, almost seven years ago, I already had been thinking like an entrepreneur without really realizing it. So when I started my coaching business, I was like, okay, well, I want this to be an actual business. And I think for a lot of other people who are starting their first business, there's they're kind of like, is it like, am I, is it really possible for me to make money online? You know, there's a lot of that mindset stuff that needs to be overcome. So I already had that, that I already overcame that because of my previous businesses. So um, I think for me, the biggest uh, shift, I think, and the reason why I think my coaching business was way more successful than my previous businesses um, was because I actually treated it in a different way. I was actually committed to it. I actually wanted to see something incredible happen out of it and it came through decision and I, I think mindset also played a huge part and really surrendering is is a really big yeah. part of it too I am a Capricorn and I always kind of like want to do everything myself and I like I'm like I can figure it out I'm just gonna work really hard to make things work and you know that works only to a certain extent but yeah. after a certain point you know to get to six figures or multiple six figures like that's just not cutting it and not that you have to work harder it's actually not working harder or working more that makes a difference i think working hard is important to make your first few thousand but beyond that it's less about working hard it's more about strategy mindset like mm-hmm. how you're approaching things and 
Um, I went through the process of like, I'm going to work super hard in my coaching business. And I did, and I hustled and I, I was grinding and I was doing all these things and I got my business to multiple six figures and then I burnt out. And at that point I was like, okay, this is not sustainable because I don't actually have the life that I want. I have the things that I want, but I don't have the life that I want. And those are two very different things. Having a life means you are living and you are feeling a certain way and you're experiencing things in a certain way. And this is where I was also like, okay, I guess I'm not a super materialistic person because I have the apartment. I live in the place I want to live. I have, you know, I can buy clothes. I can buy all these different things. None of them are actually making me happy. So what does actually make me happy? And that's where I um, rebranded and created Heart Behind Hustle instead of being just Camila Gornia. And the whole like journey, I think of like, how do I make more while working less and actually being in alignment with my heart and um, and serving and just like making sure that I'm not doing things that feel not super great. And I think that honestly just happens in the evolution of any business. You know, I think everybody goes through a lot of different ups and downs and changes as they go through. So. Yeah, absolutely. And I love that if we're coming from the heart, then wealth becomes easier and it just becomes this, it's an experience rather than having all the things. And, you know, if you have all the things, that's great. But if you don't have any time to spend with your things, then it's kind of a waste, isn't it? Yeah, I love that. So this terminology of self-mastery, I feel like it's the definition of success. Nobody really knows the exact definition of it. So I love to ask, what does self-mastery mean to you? Mm, self-mastery, I think to me, means that you understand who you are and you understand like what makes you click so that you can use either the skills or the gifts or you know the brilliance that you have inside of you to create what you actually desire in your life. So that's that's what I think it means. I love that. I get a different definition every time and they're always so accurate. So good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So um, how has self-mastery supported you as an entrepreneur in understanding yourself and all of those pieces? Yeah, and I, I think this is a really interesting question because I, um, I've learned and I've worked with a lot of different mentors. So obviously I've, you know, I've heard a lot of different philosophies when it comes to business and entrepreneurship and marketing and things like that. And um, I think it's very interesting because each person has a very different definition of this as well, where some, um, some mentors I've had were like, you know, um, it doesn't really matter what you think and how you feel and all these different things. You just do the thing and then you get, you make money and I'm like, cool, let me try that. But for some reason that like didn't really ever work. And I don't know if it's something that had to do with me or if it's just like that just wasn't an alignment. And then others are on the super opposite side where it's like everything you feel is how it you know relates to your business. And to me, I've actually found that there has to be a balance of both. And that's kind of what I talk about with, you know, the balance of masculine and feminine. I think we do need to have both and every person has to find the right blend of both, I think. Um, but anyway, I mean, I, I think honestly, it's being able to listen to what excites us, right? What makes, what makes, what, what feels good to us, what makes us excited, what makes us, um, feel like we're looking forward to doing the business stuff, right? Like that I think needs to be listened to. And typically that is coming from a place of self-mastery, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you're going to be trying to go against the hill, like up the hill all the time, I mean, you know, in the beginning, I think that happens a lot because you don't know, you don't have the skills yet. But once you're doing it for a while, it's like you keep the hard path, you can be easier. And 
Um, to me, I think listening to myself and finding out like, okay, well, do I want to take this challenge because I actually want to build this skill and I'm curious about what will happen and am I open to seeing no results or do I want to do this because I feel unworthy or because I feel something else and I'm, and I'm just sabotaging and I'm, you know, coming against resistance. So I'm going to do the thing that's hard and therefore I won't see results. Right. So I don't know if you can see, but I see that there's a difference. Um, so I think it's just being really consciously aware of like the decisions that we're making and having the right expectations or right um, potential outcomes. And sometimes that outcome is no expectation, no potential outcome. Let me just see what happens because I just want to try it out because it feels interesting to me. Right. Yeah. yeah, I love that. And it it gives this sense of possibility when you come at something with openness and curiosity and I just want to see what happens rather than I have to do this thing and it's going to suck and it's going to be hard. Mm -hmm. It might be hard, but if you come at it from that perspective of curiosity, it's also fun and it's inspired and you're doing it to move the needle forward. And I love that balance between the masculine and feminine. I think that's so important. It's not just rainbows and kittens over here. We have to do some of the work to get through to what we want, right? Yeah, it's so good, so good. So here at Rebel Radio, we love to talk about the activation of wealth. And I know that you're passionate about helping entrepreneurs make money, but wealth is another one of those words that's got this weird definition that nobody really understands what wealth is. So what does wealth mean to you? Ah, juicy stuff. And I love it. <laughs> You've been you've been talking about like wealth and, and money mindset with my clients too. So um this is this is I know they really resonate with this. Wealth. I mean, I think there's so many definitions to wealth. I think to me, feeling feeling wealthy and being wealthy are similar but different. So I think both are very important because it's possible. And I, I've seen this in my life where I mean I think logistically, like at what point are you wealthy? How much money do you have to have in you know bank account? in investments and in savings like i think those things are like logistically you know that's how you can actually identify like are you there yet and i think that differs to each person um i know when i made i started making decent money in my business um and i don't necessarily i wouldn't necessarily consider myself wealthy because to me wealthy is like you have a million dollars in the bank and that's the traditional wealthy to me obviously that's like you know that's kind of out there and maybe i just have very high expectations <laughs> everybody defines it differently right totally um but i i started to kind of look at like well what makes me feel like i'm stepping in that direction what makes me feel abundant what makes me feel like um I just have financial freedom and I think financial freedom happens before wealth in, in some way. I, to me, wealth is something that's once you have it, it's hard to chip away at it. It's hard, it's hard to let go of it. It's kind of like a legacy to me. So at that point, you have a very successful business. You have the mentality of someone that it's just impossible to break that person back down and bring them back down to any. Even if you bring them back down to zero, they'll get back right, uh, right back up immediately. So I think building the mindset of wealth is the first step because these the way you think and the way you energetically are showing up are the things that are going to build the actual legacy the actual wealth that you have which is to me seven figures plus um with that said i personally started to set specific financial goals for myself that made me feel expansive and financially free and to me i have a very specific uh, savings goal and that is how much money is not just in my business checking account and all that stuff, but like in my savings account, my personal savings account. Mm -hmm. um, 
So I have a goal for that that I'm working towards. And it's funny because I just, I think just this year I started uh, working towards this. I never even thought about that in the past. Mm -hmm. Like, cause all the coaches are like, you know, just, just make money and then you spend money and then you make money and you spend money and it's very, <laughs> um, surface, you know, it's very, it's very short and it's very surface level. And, um, that didn't make me feel financially free because I was always in that, like, okay, I have to invest more to make more. And it was, um, there was no, I don't want to say security blanket or anything like that, but it was the mentality also kind of went along with that, where I was just constantly in that hustle space. Right. Mm -hmm. so, you know, make money, spend money, hustle, right? Yeah. Versus I'm creating money and I'm putting it off to the side to create my legacy, to create something that I can, you know, if I want to take a year off my business, I can. Um, because the truth is like, I'm pretty sure most people are building a business to eventually not have to work ever in the future uh, or maybe work here and there, maybe just serve and um, do things that a lot of them, you know, a lot of people don't want to do tech. They don't want to do, um, you know, sales and things like that. And I think, I'm just going to say it. I think a lot of people, that's their ultimate vision is to just serve, hang out with some people and like make money. But then knowing that they, they can do that because the business has supported them to be at that level. So um, I feel like I'm veering off track now. So maybe I'll just <laughs> No, I love that. I love the word legacy too. I think that's such an important word here is that we're not just creating a bunch of money that we can go and spend and buy the things we want and do the things we want, but we're actually creating an impact in the world for future generations. I love that word legacy. That's so good. Yeah, so absolutely. Good. So what is one truth that you wish every entrepreneur knew? One truth that every entrepreneur should know. I think that it takes time, but it doesn't have to take a long time to build mm. a business. Um, and I think whatever time it takes you is correct. It's right. I think a lot of people um, get down on themselves, you know, seeing, comparing themselves to others and thinking like, oh, I should be where they are or I should, you know, I should have started already or I should be, uh, you know, making a certain amount of money because I've been in business for a certain amount of time. And I think, you know, we all have to go through our own journey and comparing ourselves to someone else who has skyrocketed, I don't think it's helpful. You know, I don't. <laughs> yeah, that old comparison beast, right? Well, we don't see what's happening behind the scenes of that person we're comparing ourselves to. They could have gone through 10 years of hell before they ever had their success. And we don't know that. All we see is their pretty social media feed, right? Exactly, exactly. And I think that's, um, and then same, like, like in my business, in my coaching business, I, I made six figures in the first like 14, 15 months. But again, like I had been making money online for like five years before that happened, you know, yeah. in a different business. So I think that there's a lot. And then, like I said, for somebody that isn't there yet, the biggest hurdle to that is mindset. And for me, I already had the mindset of like, I know I can make money online. I, I right. know it's possible. <laughs> And you didn't have people, to break through that one. <laughs> yeah, and for a lot of people, it's like, is it really possible? And I, I constantly see people posting in Facebook groups when someone's like, oh, I made this amount of money. It's like, oh, did you really? like? Because they don't even believe that's that's a possibility for them. you know. So um, yeah, I think I think mindset is, is so important. And obviously strategy is really important too. A lot of people are not doing things you know, in the right order or in the, you know, in the way that that's, that is actually going to get them to where they need to go. I think that's another thing that's really easy to solve by hiring someone to, to actually show you what to do. Um, so, yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, you gotta have that mindset in place though before you can ever implement the strategy because otherwise the strategy is just gonna fall flat. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you work out both, you know, because there's different mindset challenges that will arise once you're actually implementing. Um, so I want to make sure that, you know, people don't wait to implement the right strategy yeah. until their mindset is in check, because the mindset, we're always going to have challenges when it comes to mindset. You know, yeah, we don't ever fully have it all our shit together, do we? Yeah, no, always <laughs> something. <laughs> <laughs> always growing, always expanding. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, I think it's just like belief is the, the biggest thing. And I think belief also comes by you doing the work. So once you start making money, it's like, oh, maybe I can. And I think these two things work concurrently. And um, as new challenges arise and the strategy or in the business, like logistical things, the mindset is going to come up and then overcoming that so you can overcome the other. But I, I do think that it, it goes together. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So what's one thing that you've discovered? One thing, I love my one thing questions, that you've discovered about yourself along your journey that you'd like our audience to know? Oh, what I've discovered about myself is that I actually like things to be simple more than I realized. Mm. Because in the very beginning, I didn't like things to be to be simple because I'm a marketing person, right? So we like to geek out on tech and funnels and all the you know all the things. And um, after a while, I actually realized that I mean a lot of these bells and whistles don't really make a difference. First of all, <laughs> like making a crap ton of money. Um, and I also didn't really want to work that much. Like, you know, like, and it's so funny because when I was starting, you know, the whole message was, you know, hustle, work hard, you know, make your business your life. And I actually don't want to. Like, I'm right? like, this supposed to be my life. I want to have a life. And then yeah. I can my clients and love doing it. But and like, you know, my clients are very much a part of my life. But I don't, I don't feel like I'm defined by my business. I define who I am by myself, by the things that I do, by things I do outside of the business. Like that's what makes me me. And um, I think it's something that not very many people talk about because it's easier to say, be your brand and be your business. And it's just, it is easier, you know, it totally is easier. Um, mm -hmm. But I think there comes a point where you're kind of like, well, I don't want to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Work smart, not hard, right? Yeah. So that's pretty much what I operate under now. Yeah, I agree. I agree with that full heartedly. We need to have a life too. We are not our business. Yeah. yeah. So with everything that's going on in the world, 2020 and all of the chaos, if you could share anything with our audience about current events, what would you share? Yeah, I would share that, you know, um, and, and, and I get this questions from my clients um, as well, where is it appropriate to share about things that we feel passionate about that don't have to do with our business? And I think um, I'll just address that first. And mm -hmm. to me, I think whether it's appropriate or not is up to you because if you feel extremely passionate about something that's going on in the world and you don't like the biggest thing is like, do you want to work with clients who feel opposite, like who don't agree with you? And if the answer is a strong no, then you should totally talk about that, right? Like let's keep those people from working with you. Um, so yeah, so I'll just kind of address that. But then current events wise, I mean, I, I think that, or my, again, I, I'm just gonna, it's funny that I'm not a mindset coach, but I think <laughs> everything comes back down to mindset so much. But um, I think the biggest thing is, 
it, I think it's okay to react to what's going on, but I think it's also very important to be proactive and to um, create a business that can withstand whatever is going on in the economy and the world and things like that. And it's also okay to, you know, shift things and to serve people in different ways that you might have not expected when that is what your audience needs from you. So I think the biggest thing is just being adaptable, being okay mm -hmm. to change and shift and not being so rigid, I think, especially now is really important. I think a lot of people have learned that this year, you know, there's there's been tons of people in the past that were very rigid, like things have to look like this and that's the end. And, you know, we're not willing to change things up. Like we're not willing to go online or we're not willing to try different, whatever. Uh, so I think that's really what it is. You know, it's like experiment. It's okay. You know, it's okay to, um, practice non-attachment as well and just serve, you know? So yeah, that's kind of what I think is important. Now. I love that. And I think that kind of defines what being an entrepreneur is, right? Adaptability creates sustainability when you're an entrepreneur because mm -hmm. shit's always going to change. Yeah. <laughs> the only thing we have is that things are always going to change. Right? The only certainty is there is no certainty. <laughs> I love that. Camila, I want to thank you so much for being on the show. It's been a pleasure having you here. And as always, we end Rebel Radio with one last question. What do you dream of for the world? Mm, I dream for everybody who wants to actually serve and um, has that passion for themselves to do something bigger than themselves, to find the courage to actually do it and to not feel like, you know, being afraid of judgment or being afraid of rejection or anything like that, just going through and doing it anyway, because I think the rewards are so much greater than any potential things that might happen, which typically don't anyways. Right. Oh, I love it so much. Thanks for so much for being on the show, Camila. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for joining us for another epic episode of Rebel Radio. If you feel so inspired and you wish to help out another entrepreneur, share this episode out, leave a review. And of course, if you want to know how to leverage this information, visit my website, cindyvanarnum.com, and where you can discover who you are, what you want, and how to get it. Thanks for joining us, and I'll see you next week.